Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If there was a movie that they make about your fairy public breakup, do you have a name for what it might be? The name of the movie? Yeah. Oh my god. Um Welcome back to That's a Gay Ass Podcast, a podcast that asks, whose fault is it that you're gay? It is me, Eric Williams. And this week we have Ian Paget on this gosh darn podcast, the Broadway bitch, internet celeb, and also a host of the new podcast, It's Giving Share. It's such a good episode, and I'm just so, I'm so excited. This is my life. Um, speaking of my life, this past week, I went on a trip with my family to a lake in Missouri, my home state. Um, while I was there, it was revealed to me by one of you listeners that he has found a gay Twitter porn star who is my twin. Yes, the New York Times did an article recently about doppelgangers that share a lot of your DNA, and I come to find out that my real identical twin is getting plowed on the internet, and I support his journey because he does it well. Uh, Thank you for everyone who reached out about the the side-to-side pictures that I posted on my Instagram story. If you missed it and you want the picture for yourself... I'm happy to send. It's it's the least I could do to, to thank him for a service, literally. Um, I will say also on this trip, I finally got my actual twin brother, who does happen to be straight. I got him to do some videos with me, and of course, they are blowing up on TikTok. Um, so please take a look, see if you are feel so inclined. Speaking of TikTok, if you like this episode with Ian Paget, feel free to. Press that cute subscribe button and listen to our past episodes with some really amazing TikTokers themselves. We have had uh, Nick Norsha on, Riv Correas, uh, Mr. D times three himself, Joe Dombrowski, Eric Cedeno, aka Rico Tiquito. So yeah, live your dream, live your truth, and go for that. Uh, but let's get into this episode with Mr. Ian Paget. We not only talk about his trip to Ibiza, where he did come face to face with a gorgeous blue-eyed naked man on the beach. We also giggle like school children talking about a million-dollar merchandising idea. Uh, also about having so many eyes on you during a very tough moment of life with that big old breakup so definitely stay tuned till the end of the episode and again press subscribe if you want more episodes a huge guest is coming on next week as well and i'm just so grateful you are here hope you had a great weekend stay cool for god's sake and i love you so much Ooh, 
I don't know even know where to begin, Bipes, because Ian Padgett is on That's a Gay podcast, and I think it's a big day for me, the community, the world, and thank you for coming on, Ian. Oh my god, of course. Thank you for having me. What's your name? Just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, I'm so excited to be here. P.S. Did this happen because of Sydney Baudouin? It 100% did, Ian. So, like, walk me through, are you in a show with so, her currently? We dated when I was... No, I'm kidding. We, we went to college together, <laughs> and one of her besties is one of my besties from literally six years old. So I've known Sydney since I was, like, 18 or 19. Wow, that's crazy. And she's still technically 20, so it's... And it's she like... still is 20. That was going to be my next question was, okay, if I've said I've known her since I was 18 or 19, you have to guess now, how many years does that mean I've known her for? Nine years. Ian, and this is why. This is why I love you so much. Because um, I'm accurate well, as fuck? What if I was like, I'm actually 24. No, I'm th- I'm turning 33 and... Oh, work. I, I want you to... I've done a lot of that, actually. Um, <laughs> I've gotten an eyebrow implant. Um, every hair you see is actually horse hair. And Ooh. then my chest hair is from... Um, that's actually chinchilla. Moschino. Fur. Oh, it's chinchilla. Well, Moschino designed it, but um, they they sourced see. it. They sourced they it sourced from it. chinchilla. They outsourced it. Oh, is God. your is your chest hair natural? So my chest hair is actually uh, it's imported as well, but this is Saint Laurent. Oh my God, I love their work. Yeah, I can they were tell. out There's... of it for a really long time, but I obviously like it was like kind of with the Birkin bag. Like I was like on the list, and I was like, "Can you put me on the top of the list?" <laughs> and so they just like made some things happen because I was someone to them, you know. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, sometimes it takes a lot of social capital to get the body hair that you deserve. And I'm glad that we both were able to find that. Absolutely. So many people came together to make it happen. And I'm very, very grateful. And we're thankful to your team for that. (laughs) Um, uh, Ian, this is so exciting. Uh, Yes, so Sydney is the connection to how uh, we have now met. And I feel that... It was it was meant to be. Um, do you? So, how did you meet Sydney? Since I, I were you doing a show together? No. So Sydney and I actually, it feels like we did, but we didn't. She joined Mamma Mia a year, two years after I had left, and you kind of, at least in that show, like because so many people had been there for a while, like you really do make family members with people in that show, and those people are truly like ride or dies with me still. And she. Mm was one of the people who, like, my circle also became friends with. Because I, I left, and, like, some people stayed after me. And so we just started hanging out, and I would still go back and visit. And every time I'd, like, maybe go see, like, I think at the the something reunion or this or that. Like, we just started hanging. And I was like, oh, my God, you're me, but a black girl. Or a half a, a uh. half black girl. And we just both are on the same page about, like, everything. And we clicked. And she's just, like... She's my like TikTok dance partner now, and I love her. But we mm. actually never did Mamma Mia uh, together. That is so crazy. I I do remember when she was in Mamma Mia, and I want to ask a controversial question, which is uh, Mamma Mia the movie and Mamma Mia Here We Go Again. Do you feel that there should be a third movie, or do you think the the, the deed has been done and we should keep it at two? I think make the next movie. I love that world, and if Meryl is still a part of it absolutely just like any anything with Meryl honestly that whole cast her Christine Baranski because like kind of like and just like that I'm like I want to see where they're at now like show me the journey or don't show me the journey just like write it and then like fill us in as the movie goes um my thing is like what would it be called so if Mamma Mia Here I Go Again is number two number three is like yes (laughs) 
Mamma Mia, she already done had hers. She and there's like there's something there. We'll workshop it and we'll we'll see if Paramount will do it. We'll take it out of town. We'll figure it out. Um, I do. Uh, since you brought up SATC, as I know you are a fan, are, have you heard about Aiden coming back for next season of and just like that? I did. I saw that he is going to have. I forget what the wording was on like Hollywood Reporter, or like Deadline or something. But he's going to have a oh something like a something arc. The, the word arc was used, and I'm really excited because I'm like, what the hell are they going to do with him? Like, where is that going to go? Because if we lost big on that first episode, by the way, which I'm still recovering from, like that, the first time I saw that, first time, because I watched it a couple times, <laughs> that first episode, I, I like did not, I was like, wait, 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 wait. Like up until she said, and just like that, big died. Before that moment, I was like, oh, okay, so he's get, he's having a heart attack and like he's just going to be in a hospital bed for the whole season. And so we don't have to right. use him. They're like riding mm-hmm. him on a, on a bed. Sure. And then they killed him, and I was just like, oh shit, all bets are off. Killed him via Peloton, which I thought was a bit of a mess, personally. That's, that's camp. We call that camp. <laughs> I'm calling that camp. That is camp to me. Like, I think the campiness was elevated by the fact that it was supposed to be a paid sponsorship, that Peloton was doing ad placement in, and just like that. Wait, was we know that for sure? Well, now you're making me doubt it, but I thought it. Wa- I thought that they had negotiated that he was going to be using a Peloton, but that they did not know that they were going to use it to orchestrate Big's death. Great, thank you. That would have been my question if I was the executive producer of such of said deal. I would have. I mean, now that person knows. Anytime we do brand deals, we need to. We need the copy firsthand. We need to know how it's being used. Because, exactly. wow, wow, wow. I mean, that's camp to me. To they were like, they spent $10 million to put their product as a central figure in and just like that. And it turns out to be like the thing that kills a beloved character. Go yeah, off. And then uh, go off and spend 20 more to try to like fix it. <laughs> of course, correct. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I hope uh, that Aiden is like, I hope that at the very least, Carrie has a one moment to get absolutely railed by him. I think she deserves that. And so do we. Yeah, I mean, if we, I don't know how much of a fan you are of the show, but like, last we saw him, he had a kid and there was a new wife. And so that is where my curiosity is. I can't wait to see what Michael Patrick King has written for that. Um, Do you, were you a big My Big Fat Greek Wedding fan? Speaking of Aiden. I was, but not when it first came out. I remember when it first came out. I don't remember how old I was, but like, there was a moment where it like, it missed me. There's, there are moments in pop culture and like, life and in my life that like I caught up after everyone experienced it firsthand but my big frack Greek wedding is such a good movie I could have taken John Taylor Corbett like like fine is that's it's John Taylor right John Taylor Corbett I'm believing you it's either John Corbett or John Taylor but it's actually no you're right it's John Corbett so sorry um but three names would be good so if he's ever like thinking of a rebrand like I would I'd suggest John Taylor but uh I could. I was always like, yeah, whatever, it's fine. Were you a Steve girl for Sex and the City? Were you? Would you rather sleep with Big Aiden or Steve? Steve, hands down, hands down, right. hands up, hands on the wall, like <laughs> Abba, absolutely, Steve. He, he to me was the best. He had Ugh. such a great bubble butt. Any of the scenes Ugh. where they were having sex, I was like, wow. Like it was about the butt. It was about the butt. It was about the hair around the nipples, and it was about <sighs> the butt. And he had a great six pack. There's that moment where he's like, he like hits himself and Miranda is having like doubts or or, no, she's not having doubts. She like is 
thinking she likes him again. And mm. so he's like playing with the basketball and then he like lifts up his shirt and he's like chubby or something and he like hits it. But like even as he like lets his gut, oh, gut, gut, he says gut. I'm like, I still see your six pack. Yeah, that's, babe, that's not a gut. Let's work on our definition of a gut. And yeah, delish. I do want to ask a controversial question, which is uh, the rumors on the internet is that you were recently in um, Ibiza. I was. And I want to know um, how that trip was, Ian. Uh, can you confirm that it was good? It was good. It was great. Ibiza, Ibiza is a beautiful, beautiful place. It's a very... So I joined in on the night, an itinerary that was already uh, uh, planned. My friend Alex and his group of friends were going to celebrate our friend Chris, who was in that group. And because of some people dropping out, I was then available to go. Mm-hmm. AKA, I was on the uh, callback list. No, but like <laughs> it just worked out that like I could go and... Was this a group of gays? Mm-hmm. It was a group of gays. I actually have never done a big... I don't, I don't know if I'm ashamed to say this, but this is my truth, that I have never traveled with a big group of gays. And I'm curious, how how are the dynams? So the dynams were actually really amazing. It was one of the best parts of the trip. The vibe was so together. We all just were on the same page about, like, I woke up and I would cook. Someone else would... Like, there was just such camaraderie and, like, collaboration around the whole trip. And people being like, well, I think we should do this. And being like, oh, yeah, thank you. That's a great idea. Like, there was just really easy like truly truly easy what um, you're describing is a rare babe I it think was amazing because because group trips are hard in general and group think group activity group like even like i'm about to go on a family trip with my family and my immediate family has 13 people so it's like i have there's four siblings we all have significant others our parents and then there's now three children and so even just planning a single thing i think it's going to take a lot of tiered what's it called tiered voting when it's like yeah, it, a group a group like that in Ibiza with gay people. I I'm obsessed that it was such a, a gorgeous camaraderie moment. Was there any? I think I'm legally contracted to ask you. Was anybody having hookups with locals, with people traveling, or with each other in the group? No. Uh, well, there were two couples and then three singles, and the three singles did not hook up with anyone. I had like a little like moment. I was like, oh, like there's a guy like on the beach that I was like. Kind of like, oh, he's got the most crystal blue eyes and like the tannest oh. Italian skin I'd ever seen, mm. but nothing happened. And like, that was the other aspect of the trip that I loved. It was like, oh, we were all just here to have fun with each other. And yeah, it didn't become yeah. about like looking for trade. Yes. Did, did the blue eyed Italian talk to you? Oh, yeah. 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 This blue eyed Italian was so fierce. He's, he was Italian, but lives in brussels and like the beach we were on was a nude beach and he was nude when he was talking to us the whole time and then at one point at one point i was like talking to my friend alex and like i kind of joined in on the group late because i was living an aerial dream in the water which i tend to always do um (laughs) like literally it's like where's ian and it's like he's always in the water by himself just like swimming so that's what i was look at this stuff isn't it neat yeah and really just like wishing like daddy like triton was there but he wasn't um I know. Talk about like what made you gay kind of thing, which we'll get into, I'm sure. But uh, so I joined the group and I I clocked as like, oh, there's like a naked person talking to them. And he had like a great body, blah, blah. But then like I got there and we were all talking and it was actually so not a thing because mm-hmm. it was happening all around us. But it's I Europe. Want, I mean, it's Europe. It's giving it's giving flesh. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> just flesh. like it's giving flesh. And like we all have it. So like if you got it, show it, flaunt it, flesh it, actually turn on the flashlight if you yes and so i'll just leave you with this but like at one point we were talking me and this person and 
you know, you're kind of like so fixated on their eyes because you're just like, I'm not going to look at that. I'm not going to look at your dick or whatever. And then we were all leaving and my friend came over and they were like, he got a little hard when he started talking to you. And I was like, no way. Because I literally was so hyper focused on his eyes and like they, you could see it. They all saw it. It was such a funny moment. Whoa, that is so good. I'm like packing up the towel and I'm just like, hee hee hee, like giggling. Did you ever get a, did you ever get a glimpse of his wiener? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. On the, on the way to, like walking to the group, on the, like when we were all talking. Well, I want to know about a European, um, dick was he was he how hairy was he was he shaved did he have did he have bouche it was it wasn't it wasn't like so much of an amuse bouche but uh it was uncut hell yeah come on and it was like it was but it was great from what i saw and what we all saw like it was great i wasn't just fixated on his eyes for no reason you know what i mean hello you were trying to escape the uncut python growing and creeping up your (laughs) goddamn shoulder trying to whisper in your ear wow these sweet nothings you should be a writer did i just create erotica all you need is some verse and we're good <laughs> and all we're and then we're good um well sp- since we gave a little tease ian Paget, i want to ask you the famous podcast question which is whose fault is it that you're gay who do we blame babe well this week it could have been king triton a subconscious king triton moment that you just like didn't know um yeah. because it could have also been ariel you know what i mean I don't know. Ask me last week and it could have been like Rita Moreno and West Side Story. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. Did like, you, when you were a kid, did you do the towel around your hair and pretend it was like an aerial, an aerial weave? Oh, um, no, but I always, always would like cross my legs in the pool and pretend to be aerial. And if my sister didn't play with me, it was like the, <laughs> I was just like upset, but then I'm like, okay, so then I'll just be like a mermaid by myself. It's a one-man show, honey. Yes, exactly. But yeah, like King Triton, one could also say Babs in Hello, Dolly was a big moment for me. I love how big of a theater queen you are. I just... I really... Yeah, I grew up on... Like, those are... That movie specifically, I grew up on. My dad is in the business, so like... In our nursery, we had all these shelves of tapes recorded because back then he just recorded all the movies. And so we had a giant plethora of movies. And like, that's where I would watch all of my stuff. It's so good to have all of these Broadway classics around you and your fucking dad is the person in helping introduce you. So technically, my dad is the reason I'm gay. We blame Mr. Paget. Mr. Paget. Yes. You know what I also need to ask you about? I think that you kind of like change the course of history of gay people is that you told your dad you were gay before you told your mom is that true i did yes yes so uh, what was it like coming out to him and why did you feel that that was the person to tell well my dad and i have always had this connection that that's different from my mom my mom and i connect in a very kind of like conversational we can talk about family easy everyday stuff Mm -hmm. joke like she's She's maybe more personable with me on like a everyday kind of relatable level. But then there was a way that my dad and I connected because he's in the business and he has always been kind of like, I joke about this and truly because it is a joke, but he's always been like my mama Rose and not pushy, not anything like that and at all, but just like always wants the best for me is always wanting like, what's next? Like, are you excited? You know, he just makes me excited and gets me motivated for being a performer um can i ask what your dad does in the biz so he's retired now but like he grew up as an actor 
And he was on shows like The Many Loves of Dobie Gillis, and he was on, like, My Favorite Martian, like, OG stuff. And then he started directing, like, a bunch of movies. Like, at one point, he lived in Europe and made a lot of movies in, like, Rome and shit. Um, so it's, like, not anything anyone knows, but, like, he's had a really, really cool life, met a lot of cool people. And who can say that, like, Robert De Niro has been to your baptism? Not me, babe. Yeah. So, anyway, so that's, like, he's very, he's, like, literally, like, the reason why I know what I know about trivia is because growing up, my dad, every time he watched a movie, was like, something, 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 this person, funny fact, he just knew all these things. Um, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. because we bonded on that, I think when I got to high school and there was this moment in time where he was picking me up from junior prom and we were, I was in a good mood and feeling like, I don't know, I'm a little vulnerable today and I'm feeling like I want to relate. I felt comfortable enough in that moment to be like, dad, like, I, I want to tell you something. And he was like, he, what made me feel better was when he said, are you going to tell me you like boys? And I was just like, yeah. He's like, Ian, he's, and then he's like, I just, you're my son. Like I've known since you were a toddler and like just the way he said it. And you know, it just like, I will always, always remember that because he gets me. He just, he does really get me and he gets my world and he gives me space when I need it. And sometimes I think he's more annoying than he is. And I feel bad about that, but really mm-hmm. I just love the shit out of him. And, um, how did you feel when he said, are you going to tell me like boys? And of course I love you. Like, what was that feeling right after you told him? Ugh, I mean, it's been a, it's been a while. I don't, I don't remember, but like, I think I was just like, okay, well, if you're making this a lot easier for me, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yes, I think it was just as simple. Like he was helping me cue through yeah. it. What I think he did is, is what he did is I think what most parents should aspire to do forever which is just say of course whatever you are i love and also what it sounds like he did is that he made it he almost like lessened how big of a deal you were building it up to be and that is the biggest gift that a parent can give it's just like i know that you're fucking freaking out in your head and there's a lot of insane thoughts but yeah of course i knew i know i love now do you want to get some burger king yeah slash also like we're just we're not telling your mother and (laughs) okay okay sure sure and in the moment, I was like, I, again, like, I was like, oh, okay. He's like, yeah, you know, like, what she won't know won't hurt her, blah, blah, Like, and, and he, he knew her better than I at that point, obviously, whatever. But, like, it just, it was a moment that lived with me and my dad. And that was enough. That baby step yeah. was enough for me. Um, Did you tell your friends? So, <laughs> gosh, such a funny story around, I, I, like, joined this high school, this uh, performing arts high school in Florida called New World School of the Arts. And it was my freshman year. I had been away from the arts for a while because when I lived in the UK, I was doing dance and singing and the whole spiel. And then we moved to the States and I was like, I want to be a regular kid. I don't want to do what anyone's telling me to do. And so I like seventh and eighth grade, I like wasn't acting. I wasn't dancing, nothing. And then freshman year was approaching. And I remember my dad was like, you should go to this high school. They're auditioning. I think it'd be good for you, blah, blah, blah. So me and my sister auditioned. I got in. And when I joined freshman year... People, it's like everyone else knew before me, right? I was, it's like I wasn't sure how to like uh, express it, and you're just like, there's fear and this, and oh, I don't know. But there was a freshman party, like mid year party for I forget whose birthday, and like the girls in my musical theater class, Allison, Allison Isikoff, Annalise Collette, Kelly Lafarga, who's now one of my best friends, who's on tour with Wicked actually, um, and then like Noemi Del Rio, like all kind of like swarmed at me, and they were just like Ian, like 
is there something you want to like tell us? Like, it's really okay. Like it's, it's okay. Like it, but they weren't saying like, it's okay to be gay. They were just like, is there that thing again? Don't really remember. Cause it's been a while. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Like, yeah, like I am. And they're like, Oh my God. And then it turned to this whole thing and we had a dancing <laughs> moment and it was fierce. And then I took it back the next day. So oh. we like went to school and then I was you just reneged. like, I reneged. I had a Brene Brown like vulnerability hangover and I was like, nah, nah, nah. Like, no, no, no. I just said that then to like get you guys, I, you know, whatever I said, but I tried to back out of it. And then what they, were they like, nah, girl, I, put, I, put I, your I, pearls back on and yeah. to see that walk. Yeah, I think so. I think they were like, put your silver Paxson like ball necklace back on and just like call it a day. Cause that is what I was wearing at that time. The camera oh pans down to your like rainbow shoes and you're just like trying to hide them. It's the only reference I could have for a gay thing that you're wearing. I think that I, (laughs) I think that we, I've said it, I will say every episode if I need to, that our girlies are the people who got us, get us, and will continue to get us through. Amen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, I obviously joke about that moment and the taking it back, but it wasn't because I was like, you know, scared for, there was no feeling of not feeling supported. It was just like, you're nervous because you've declared yeah. a thing that now all of a sudden like moves you into a new. And you were young. You're so young. Oh my God. And that I was a... younger than all of them because when I moved from London and I remembered I was joining sixth grade, the class I like, uh, age wise, I should have been in a 2000, like what, like uh, if I graduated in 04, I should have been in the 05 class. Sure. But because they were like, oh, like he's with it and smart enough, like he can be just, he'll be the baby in the older class. So I was always like a year and a half. And because my, my birthday's in February, people were t- like 13, 14, and I was like turning 12. Jesus. You which is crazy. A, that's a child. Yeah, have I was you a seen child. that video? Have you seen the video of the girl doing like the chat roulette? That, or, or like <laughs> the guy's like, that's I'm a child. La- no, I'm just laughing at your reenactment of it because that. That's really that was funny. That got me. That got she me. goes, it's it's brilliant. It's this like gay guy that just goes, That's a child. And it's this, like fucking bitchy <laughs> eight year old is going, and you're a piggly eyed bitch. And then she's like says something else. She's like, bye. And then he just goes <laughs> and it's Oh. And so I I always like to quote, That's a child. That's a child. You, you're gonna have to send me that TikTok. Oh, I will. I will. Please it is send so me the TikTok. Good. It is canon. It is definite <laughs> K canon. Um, well, the question I now need to ask as you were a that's a child coming out. <laughs> was your first boy kiss at like your like bar mitzvah? Um, I'm not Jewish, but I um, know. I just needed oh, I to reference know. a 13 year old thing. Oh. I know. Um, was it at your um confirmation? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my was god, it at Nona's spaghetti uh, eighth god. grade bash. I'm trying to think. My okay, so my first kiss slash like I think like my first like playing around moment was like an after school special with like two of my friends who I'd play video games with. And like one of them, I remember just like not being aware of why I was drawn to him, but I was like, Oh, I think I just was attracted to this boy. And, yes. and, and like, um, are you telling me you did group play for your first kiss? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm saying like we, it was like out of that group. One of them was one who we did. Like we did some, ex- mind you, this was before I came out. 
but there was oh. some experimenting, you know, some experimenting. I'm always happened. jealous of people who did experimenting at this age because I was always too afraid to. And look, nothing would have changed my 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 destiny and my future now. But like, there were so many close calls where I could have. I mean, no, there was no chance I would have back in the time. But I wish. I had. So here's the thing, though, about that. I talk about this a lot because I think there's a bit of programming that happened because of it. Because of the ex- like, so when you're saying I'm jealous of those people, it's like, well, from my experience. I actually think that sometimes I like to my detriment, like seek out, it needs to feel like it's on the DL or it needs to feel discreet oh. in order for it to feel sexy. So, and I, I think I learned that. a bit of like a, um, like a, yeah. like a, not a kink, but a, um. It's a learned, a learned behavior that feels like that's the, the way I know that that's just like, those were the first experiences. And I think actually a lot of gay, gay men's experience is like hidden and blah, blah, blah. And like with this sense of fear around it, like we're going to get <gasps> yes. caught. That and is so, so smart because I have a I have a massage fantasy where the masseuse like all of a sudden goes downtown to Browntown, and then I also have a steam room fantasy and like I I don't I don't I'm not a part of any gyms that even have that but like that's I think probably a learned thing probably and I think maybe because you didn't experience it growing up the way that you're saying you wished is why you have those fantasies yes and when i hear friends who talk about like who are like super open about like oh my god like this happened and blah blah blah, i feel a sense of shame when i hear that because like i i don't feel as comfortable because to me it stems from a uh like it's it's too close to my it's to my experience It you feels know? almost like you're, um, in a way, maybe it almost feels dangerous because at the time you knew that it was not something that was quote unquote allowed. And now when people talk about it, it takes you back to that. And I definitely have people very close to me in my life who, if sex comes up, it can feel like you're saying like either feelings of shame or uncomfortability. And I really like to be open and talk about it, which is maybe me rebelling against. You know what it is? Actually, if I'm really unpacking it, it's my family. I come from a very kind of crude, crass sense of humor, mm-hmm. which is probably why I have that. But I think I'm rebelling against the fact that when I was a kid, I couldn't talk openly about my horny things because it wasn't allowed. So now I'm like, fuck that. I'm going to talk about the masseuse all of a sudden turning me over mm-hmm. and A, B, C, D, E. I love that. I love that you feel free enough to do that. I'm even having like, like I even sharing with you in this moment feels really nice because I know deep down you like understand what I yes. mean. And you're like, Oh my God, like, yes, it feels, but it's also like very vulnerable to kind of share mm-hmm. that because you know, it's, 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 but it's also like, it is, it is what it is. And it's, um, if someone hearing this can go, Oh my God, like that's totally like what's happened with me, blah, blah, blah. If it can like raise some sort of awareness and it's all worth it. And Ian, calm down. I love, hey, Ian, calm up, calm down, calm in between and round and round. I think that what is most important is that even just like acknowledging any shame is already a gorgeous step because we learned a lot of shame that it's an exciting experiment to see what we can look into the future of like, what if I actually celebrate the fact that I am what I am. And if that means being more open or just knowing in your head that it means a difference of clicking something in your head, like that's fucking gorgeous. Yeah. Oh my God. Gorgeous. It's not, it's, oh God, I was going to make like a, couldn't do it. Not fast enough. But I was just trying to make like a sort of like Versace, gorgeous situation. It's just gorgeous, where it took me. Versace, and we are <laughs> belaced. That's blessed, but with a mispronunciation. Um, <laughs> 
millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So, you know what? I'm so excited that not you're, you're not only doing this podcast, but that you yourself have a podcast, which is It's Giving Share, S-H-A-R-E. What a good it's title. Who share. gets credit for that? So, we were, I think, I think Zach was saying it. So, here's the thing. Zach Mellon, my co-host, I think was the one who said those three words right after each other. And then I was like, oh, what if it's It's Giving Share? And it was just one of those things where it was like, I love that because I always say it's giving, it's giving. And a joke between me and Mario Cantone actually is he's like, Ian, if you, it's giving me one more, like, <laughs> like he clocked it when we first, first met and we were like, like, you know, becoming friends. And he would start to like pry at, like his poking would just be like, is it, what is it giving? Is it giving something, something? Cause he just like hates that term. He's like, can you just tell me like what the thing is? Yes. And so I was like, oh, that feels really, really like, I like that it's got an anecdote attached to it from me slash it, it the 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 it's Sean play on Men- words huh? and the and the the Sean Mendes of it all and the play on words. I was just like this to me. This is my kind of brand, and so yes. we all unanimously were like, "That's it." So, and if no it's one like else finding- gets it. Oh, it's no, fine. they get it, babe. And it's also like putting gay lightning in a bottle. You fucking found the title. You found It's giving reference. It's giving... Yeah, because uh, <laughs> it, it's it's a double meta, triple meta, because it's giving reference to Shawn Mendes, him talking about Cher. But then, then you can add actual Cher, the icon Cher. It's just amazing. The icon Cher, and you're also sharing with each other, with your audience, yeah. the gift that keeps on sharing, if you will. Um, You know what that brings up for me is that I have done a bunch of musical theater, but I, I it's more of like a past life for me. I'm more of doing like the comedy writing thing but when i did a musical 2018 i was on tour and i quickly adapted to saying come on blank come on boop come on come on go and by the time i got back all my friends like shut the fuck up it's stop coming on and i was like oh my god come on 
I that was a thing. That was such a thing. It, it was such a thing, and it's like you also can insert like, "Come on, bottle," and it's like you're just yeah, holding a literally, it's like, water bottle. Oh my god! It was so. It was so part of our thing. I forget where I felt like it was. That's the only thing is I never know the origin and like yeah. Within my friend group, I tend to like I'll I have like friends who are either the Sydney Bedouins who are like in the show with me. They're like kind yeah. of my age or not. And then I also have I'm like friends with like the older actors and like hanging out with Mario Cantone and Jerry Dixon and like I love to learn from them and be with them because mm-hmm. like they have a different kind of sass. And so like I come to them and I'm I'm talking the way I'm talking and they're looking at me like I'm crazy and I'm just like where did it come from though because when I'm with them I think I originated it I'm like well I'm the one who's bringing it to you so I am technically I'm Which the Joseph Smith I'm the Joseph Smith of this new book and it's not of Mormon but it's of giving I'm this is the book of giving and I'm giving it okay. to you Okay <laughs> you need to fucking trademark that yesterday hun <laughs> the book of giving are you joking <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing merch. I'm seeing blankets. I am seeing wall art. I am seeing Target displays, yeah, hun. I'm sorry. The Book of Giving. Oh, my God. And so many. You can have so many um, uh, spinoffs. It can go. Literally. It can go porny. It can go Thanksgiving. It can go Christmas. <laughs> Not Thanksgiving. <laughs> the it's, book giving, of- it's giving Pilgrim, bitch. <laughs> Oh my god! And it's like the book of oh god. There's so many things. This is not. This is not oh how wow about the merch we're about to make. Woo! <laughs> Literally, I cannot wait to quit any other job and just be oh, on QVC. <laughs> it's giving. It's book giving of- duster. <laughs> oh my god! I. It's the book of giving, and I'm giving it to you. And I'm giving, I mean, listen, I'm seeing audiobooks, I'm seeing wide release <laughs> movies, I'm you seeing... You said audio and my brain went to, like, Audra McDonald, and I was just like, what is she doing right now? Like, where in the world is what Audra, is and, like, doing? what is she doing right now? Gay people deserve a Big Brother-esque camera of always watching Audra McDonald and what she's doing. Absolutely, and Bernadette Peters. And Bernadette, which, by the way, on the um, uh, Cinderella special, obviously it's a tack to talk about how Bernadette Peters doesn't age, but, like, they're showing clips from the from the Cinderella movie from whatever year it was, and then her in a confessional talking about, you know, and what she's feeling about it today, and then she looks the exact same. Exact same. It, I, would, I would even dare say she looks better. Better. And also, like, what I aspire to is if... Sorry, when I get work done, I want the work to be so good that it mm. doesn't look like I got it. I just look pristine. Yeah, I mean, you're you're definitely asking for what every single person I think wants, and then they go in, and then they come back out, and I'm like, so where in the brand deal of it all with the Peloton <laughs> and the big and like not seeing the copy was there something missed? Um, oh yeah, good call no. back. It truly there's some there's something that was not filled in in the middle there, and they come out looking like insert many people here lol but like when it comes to plastic surgery yeah like that's the dream please make me look like nothing happened but yet everyone's wondering what happened to you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i want a lot of questions that they can't get the answer to absolutely and, and that and that's giving plastic surgery it's um <laughs> come on surge come on under the knife like <sighs> kill me wow. wow come on nip tuck oh my um, god 
I want to ask something that like it, I can only imagine that you, since you went, you are such a, a star, B, so funny, C, so gorgeous, D, such a great career, and E, such a so- social media celeb. <laughs> you probably get asked so many insane questions. And the only question I want to ask about the famous breakup is that if there was a movie that they make about your fairy public breakup, do you have a name for what it might be? <gasps> the name of the movie? Yeah. Oh my God. Um, yeah, take any time, like, or we can even do like a whiteboard break, uh, breakout room, um, sesh. And do a little powwow on that. Oh my God. What would I name the title of the breakup? Cause it would be like from the breakup and on, like, just like that. It would be a movie about like the whirlwind of the, of the growing of the audience and the relationship and then the breakup. And then all of a sudden, like you're on E! News and like, they're, wow. like, yeah. like, um, I don't know, but I think like. Tick like the words tick tock have to be somehow involved. Like, yeah, yeah, tick tock. I don't, I really that might be a little too close to home for me. And so, like, my creative outlet on it is just a little like, uh, I don't know. Like, like, I don't know, con conscious, like, conscious uncoupling. Like, I don't even know. Oh, already you're already see, this is why you're so smart because you're already coming up with things, even though it is so close. I think we can leave it there then because any good story is, is really about like these larger than life feelings. And I can only imagine the larger than life feelings. And so, are you now, are we living a single life and feeling gorgeous? We're living a single life and we are feeling gorgeous. Uh, I definitely like, I definitely am doing a lot of like searching around like my soul and like self and there's a lot of introspection and sometimes that can get a little too like a little too debilitating because I'm just like and you just need to like get the fuck out of your own way and just like do something and so that was like Ibiza I was like oh like I want to go do that that sounds fun like okay go go do some fun things and um and just like remember that like you're good everything is okay and, and be present and not thinking and like getting lost. Sometimes like introspection leads to lostness in thoughts. Yes, and sometimes yes. you're like, yeah, yeah. So that's where the podcast is actually going to be super helpful because like it, my friend Sloan, who was like, Ian, I think that's like, that's how this all happened. And she was like, I just really feel like I know you, you feel like you're not sharing yourself anymore with the world because mm. it's like, you're no longer a part of this. There was just so many things around the isolation that came after that breakup that like yes. was needed, but then also was like also growing the same want to, but I want to get that connection back with the world yes. because it, there was yes. something beautiful about like sharing a side of myself that people really clicked with. And so the, yes. the it's giving share is, is a way that I think we're going to do that. I love that so much. I think, you know what it is? It, it reminds me that every person knows the special magic they have. And when you're tapping into it, there's no feeling like it. And so I think like in whatever situation, whether it's like a great job or relationship or whatever, you sometimes can find that feeling. And then when the job relationship, whatever ends, if you, you know that you are capable of, of, representing yourself in a really authentic way and so finding that i a hundred percent think that it's giving share is is that thing and i'm so fucking excited for you for it and i think that's also why like this podcast for me it's it's so exciting i just i i feel so great about the future especially for it's giving share um you know what i i I feel like because i'm so fully obsessed with talking to you i haven't asked a famous podcast question which is ian padgett if the world was ending you could only save one character actress who would you save kiki palmer (gasps) hands down i'm as a jew i'm crossing myself it's 
Yeah, that's like a no-brainer. I I just think she's the bee's knees. I love her to death. I want to work with her so bad. I think she's the queen of yes-anding. Yes, yes. And I think she... Go, go, what? She could teach a class on talk show interviewing. I think she... Absolutely. Like, because a very good... That's why her fucking... What's it, the Vogue video of, like, I'm sorry to this man? Oh, with that Dick Cheney, she's like, I forget. If it's, oh, yes, I, yes, 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 yes. Oh, my God, yes. If I saw this man on the street, I wouldn't know what the thing. <laughs> I wouldn't know this thing. man. I think, like, she, no matter what <laughs> interview you're watching, you're like, fuck, is she going to be able to replicate how, her, how magical she is? And she does every time. She gives it to you every time at the ball. Like, she, every, every, time, every single time. time. And, and no, I think so, that is so yeah. difficult. It is really difficult. It's like, but she makes it seem so easy. And I think like what I love yeah. about watching her is I'm like, oh, you are such a ball of energy. And I feel uh-huh. like I'm a ball of energy who's always trying to control my energy. So when I see oh. someone who's handling her energy in such a fun, like effervescent way, it's like, oh, you just, you're, you have this energy, but you're also capable of holding the space for it. Like she balances it out for herself. And so you're just like watching, like, you're just watching fierceness. It's just so great. You're watching fierceness and you're watching someone who knows their worth, knows their magic, and doesn't try to dim their light based on what someone else has said. And that is something for us all to aspire to because, listen, for people like the Ians and the Erics of the world who do have a lot of energy, we need to be surrounded by people that, of course, like keep us grounded, but also, I think, encourage like you know like like the sydneys like the like like really make us feel magical because if i know anything it's that especially queer people but so many people like i really felt like i was dimmed in many ways just based on what i was supposed to act like like of course the very like low-hanging fruit things of like i wanted to play with a doll i wanted to put on the dress i wanted to boo 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 but like as adults, if we're the ones censoring ourselves, I think that is uh, not the vibe, mama. I think it's, it's like, yeah. let's let someone else do that. I yes. We need to just, like, explode the magic. And then fucking, if whatever happens, like, that's, we know it's magic. And Kiki knows it's magic. And she, Kiki's not listening to someone who I'm sure inevitably told her, especially being a young person in the business and now growing up. It's like, I'm sure she was told so much bullshit, but she did not listen because she knows she is Kiki goddamn Palmer. Yeah, yeah. And, and... You you really did just say it like don't put on the editor censor hat let someone else do that and you just Ugh. be ju- you just be your actor be your person yes and yes. like that is the They'll hat fix it in post exactly exactly although there's nothing to fix is the other thing it's like oh there's see, just you nothing caught me to, yeah you there's caught me. there's nothing even there but like you're so right it's and I really suffer from that like I I I feel like I'm trying to find a balance of like not censoring myself and like yeah drawing a line of like how I want to share what I want to share about me because I was just in a two-year very public relationship and and sharing myself a lot and like it it was it was like really fun and amazing and also like attributed to uh our, our relationship kind of like having its its it's conflict sometimes, you know what I mean? Well, I'm sure the editor in your brain was probably, oh you know what it God. did probably, is it probably really almost like the critics in your, our brains and the um the things that make us tick in a, in a negative way, that scenario was, of course, like you're saying, so many beautiful, great things, but also it like, the critics were like getting fed so much because of, you have not only all the eyes, but like you are being, you're putting things out there in such a way that 
it's making you edit in a way that you're you're it's not actually good for you yes yeah exactly and the self-editing hurt us like if 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 i wasn't doing that or if that if that high intense thing hadn't been happening like i think we would probably still be together wow um maybe you know well that's the thing is what's hard about it too is that you never what i try not to do that it's fucking hard for me is that I'm finding myself as I'm getting older into my 30s of like realizing the things that I've done to listen to have the editors really be on high on high like I've been paying them too much of a salary and now that I'm lessening mm-hmm. the salary of my editors I'm realizing how much of the magic that I can put out to the world and so then I go like what you're saying a little bit of like okay well what if this had happened what would be different and it's such a hard thing to do because what matters is of course where we are right now but I do sometimes look at my past and regret the years you know I graduated from college at this point it's been 10 years and i think a lot of the years post-college i was so worried about not doing the right thing versus doing what i actually felt was genuine to me and now that i'm leading with my genuine self it's completely changed how i feel about my day-to-day existence and i wish i'd done this earlier Mm -hmm. but again it's like fucking awful to to try and spend too much time thinking about what if i had done this earlier yeah, and you're doing it now, and it took all of that for you to get to this point. And I'm just like that. That, that just also feels really nice to hear that, like, that's the experience you're having. Because um, I'm definitely like stepping into that yeah. right now and stepping back into my own yes. life. Yes, and um, and yeah, and it's all because of Kiki. And Palmer. it's in full circle. <laughs> it's all because of Kiki Palmer, and it's all we can fucking do right now. I think that's all you can do is just try to be what what you are at your best right now and then don't edit it and if you fucking fall or fail or whatever it's like dems the what is the saying dems the de, what's you the say? saying dems the ropes dems the dems i'm the worst when it comes to like sayings i know like my six good ones that i use and even though sometimes i'm like this sounds like appropriate sure, for the sure, conversation sure. <laughs> we're happening but six to one half a dozen of the other Teach your man to fish, and there's no INT. Oh, you know okay. I mean? Come on, scribe. Um, well, listen, because <laughs> we have to sadly end this gorgeous conversation, I want to ask you a question that I did not prep you on, which is, Ian Padgett, what is the best Whoopi Goldberg film? Wow. Ghost. <laughs> I want everyone to know that the hand gesture that went before the ghost was... I think you really sort of taking in the power and then exploding with the ghost. And I think it's a beautiful answer, Ian. And did you ever, um, did you ever see or have a part in the musical ghost, the musical? I saw the musical. Um, and I remembered not loving it. I remembered feeling, uh, I was just kind of like, uh, like yeah. not for me. Like it just wasn't for me. But then I listened back to it after like the, cause I some of the music, the- the music was together. The music was together. The There's vocals one were there. Song I would when when I was like in a really sad place, I would listen to Casey Levy sing with you. With you. Oh, with it's you. So good. With you is yeah. I, I, yeah, that's it's it's it. With you is it. But like the way the way I will remember things like I just saw Six the musical a couple months ago when I'm I was dying in to see New York. It. Dying. You have to see it. It's so fun and like it's it's a it's an, an, a ninety minute moment of like pure fun and joy and riffs and vocals and these girls these girls are like in their power and yes. that's really what's shining is you're like oh my god like the script is really funny the score yes. is amazing and like. It lifts, they lift you up because they feel lifted. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I do. And they're coming to LA, right? Are they? I think, I think there's a tour that's going to come. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, on tour. I thought you meant like 
they're bringing the Broadway over here for like one night. And I was like, oh, oh that's, I that's wish. So, they've never done that before. Someone told me the touring cast is it as well. And I, of course, believe it. I cannot wait to see six. And t- talking about stepping in your power, those six girls. Oh, my God. Do you know the music? I'm not. I'm on purpose not listening to it because I okay. want to be I want to be gooped. I want to be gagged. Okay. Well, you're going to be gooped and gabbed. And like, we're going to have a gabba gabba after. I could gabba 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 island. I can't fucking wait for that. Um, it won't be it won't be um Ibiza, but it will be our own special place, and that is mm-hmm. history. Um, Ian, where can people follow you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Ian Paget or on TikTok. Or excuse me, yeah, on TikTok is uh, at Ian Paget underscore. We love the underscore for the flavor. Thank you for coming on. That's a gas podcast, and Ian, you are everything and more. Oh my God, you are everything and more. Thank you so much for having me. I'm like, we really hit so many, so many points. Check. We got shallow, we got deep, we got like mid, it was everywhere. We hit all the, all the tiers. I think we did. And I can't wait for, for the girls to absolutely jibsus over it. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.